0: What's up now, this is your boy Jim and We The People Radio. Us. Us. What's up now, this is your boy Jim and We The People Radio. Uh, today's episode is going to be about um, race classifications in America. You know, how do you self-identify yourself? Um, as the term being used in today, uh, black or African-American. Now, for years, you know, I thought I was African-American. You know, I thought all my people came from Africa. I'm just going to put that out in the front for it, uh, you know, so you guys can understand pretty much where I'm coming from. Um, In my social studies class, I was taught that, you know, all black African-Americans that are in America, were slaves. We were products of a slave trade that happened in the 1400s, clean on up until the 1830s. Now, I have a big problem with that because, like you see, a Titanic boat. This boat is sank over a hundred years ago, but you could go down to the actual bottom of this sh- of the sea and see this ship still exists to this day underwater. Now, it may be somewhat destroyed, but you know this ship is actually the Titanic. The questions that I have, why none of the slave ships have been found and located? You know, history tells you that they brought over 12.5 million slaves to the Americas, which is a.k.a. Turtle Island. Now, the problem that I have with that is at the time, Christopher Columbus and then was selling to America. It wasn't any such thing as a rowboat, steamboat, anything like that where you could get mass numbers on a boat to bring them to America. Now, one thing that we never consider, but we hear this all through life, is how we have Native Americans in our blood that runs in our DNA. You know, most people hear that through oral stories that like they are Cherokee Choctaw you know different um different tribes of the native americans now your grandmother might say oh you have part cherokee in you but you want to know actually who you are now with knowing who you are i mean you have to do like your research i guess you know uh find out from your family members what they know and then you kind of piece it up together On uh, ancestry now I don't I don't suggest that you do a DNA because who are they testing that against Uh, they're not digging up your old relatives and testing their DNA Uh, they're making a guess you know like I had a friend that told me that he was 60 percent African and 40 percent other so you know they're not testing your actual DNA they're just guessing now what I found defensive when I started doing my research, um, it was actually the 1790 Consensus form. In the first mm-hmm. census in ni- 1790, the federal government collected race data in three categories. That was free white people, all other free persons, and slaves. Three-fifths of the slave count went towards the state population figures used to determine appropri- appropriaments of congressional seats. Um, with that being said, the all other free free persons included free black and subsets of Native Americans who lived under U.S. jurisdiction. Other Native Americans were considered Indians, not taxed, a term used in the Constitution to refer to the Native population who lived outside of U.S. jurisdiction. Native Americans would not be fully included in the count until 1900. So when I saw that, I wanted to see was I from Africa. So I go dig my family research up and you do that by basically records that they have on file. They call them census records where your people were actually recorded. Now the problem that I have with that is that the first census takers were actually US federal marshals that were supposedly went door to door and took account of America's population. So in the time of 1790, the first census form, the population was 3.9 million people. Okay, listen to what I'm saying. 1790, the population was 3.9 million people of the people that they actually counted. George Washington and the third president, Thomas Jefferson, didn't believe the numbers were accurate. So you think about that 12.5 million slaves that so-called came to America from 1619 until 1830 or maybe 1840. 12.5 million slaves. So in 1790, you only account for 3.9 million people. So actually, the slaves were counted as three-fifths of a white person to put members in congressional seats. So then that made me go research. You know, I did I did a, a, a extensive research and digging. I actually looked at both sides of my family, my mother's side and my father's side. Now, the conflicting things that I was seeing were COL, color, free person of color, Negro, mulatto, and black. Now, I just want everybody to understand the African American didn't come about until 1988. That's when Jesse Jackson was running for president, and he wanted blacks to accept where they came from which is what he was told. We came from Africa. Like, we don't want to hear that we're Aboriginals, and we don't want to hear that we're Native American. And some people know that they're Native Americans, but won't even take the time to actually do the research. You know, most people, they're going to throw up religion. They're going to tell you that our our ancestry, our history, it goes back to the Bible. But... When you can't explain that you have these same races listed in other countries also that are pretty much the same skin color that we are, the same dark complexion. Now, history can be and was told in reverse. We know everything about the Civil War, but the war that brings the most out of it is the War of 1812. Now, John, I think, uh, John Adams was maybe the, the president at that time, and they did what you call a takeover of Florida, where basically Florida was its own continent before it came into the United States. Florida was considered New Orleans, Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, some parts of Tennessee also went along that coastal line. Now, you have what you call black Seminoles, the Gullah Geechee tribe. See, because they teach us in history that sixteen nineteen was when the first slaves came to America, but if you look at other history from the Spaniards, the Spaniards, they brought Africans to the coast of the United States. They brought them to South Carolina in 1526, and it was actually a rebellion what they did. The Spanish got them over here. They rebelled against them, so they took over that part of the land. So these people were mating and still having babies. Now, a term that comes up on both sides of my family is mulatto. Mulatto is what we consider now, uh, what, black and white? But really, mulatto, the word mulatto is such a word, the definition in today's world describes it as a person of white and black heritage. Although this is true to a point, it is historically false in, in a sense as oversimplification. From the earliest U.S. Census, the term mulatto or free person of color was used describing individuals of mixed race, which included mixed-blood American Indians who were subject to tax laws and U.S. government. The colonial and the antebellum areas, historically, the American South, the term mulatto was also applied to persons with mixed Native American and African American ancestry. For example, a 1705 Virginia statute reads as follows, "Um, and all for clearing all matters of doubt, whichever who may happen to rise upon the construction of this act, or any other act who shall be accounted a mulatto, be enacted and declared, it is hereby enacted and declared that the child of an Indian and the child, grandchild of a Negro shall be deemed mulatto. So I saw that. I was blown away. I was like, so basically your records are your lifeline, and most people, I mean, especially my age and maybe younger, you know, you would never think to pull up census forms, to look at your family history. We take basically what someone give us in a social studies class about us being slaves, about we came from Africa, and we pretty much accept that. Now, the only time I can ever recall a visual that we came from Africa and that we were slaves was watching Shaka Zulu. You know, now, they talk about how we came from Africa, but they don't talk about the prisoners of wars that America had when they did their census form. So at this time, when they did their first consensus form, because America was founded in 1776, at this time, you still had Indian tribes still rebellion against the white man. They didn't want them to take their lands, and the WOW, where Indians lived in the wild, they were not taxed, because that wasn't U.S. jurisdiction. See, because the first original colonies was the 13th original colonies, you know, so that wasn't a part of America. You know, this is what they classified the New World Order, you know, with so-called Christopher Columbus discovering America, but he never set foot in America. But you can see where America took the same race classifications other countries had for the term black and stuff like that, and they used it. It's called a casting system. But in America today, it will be race classifications. Now, what stands out the most is about eugenics eugenics were decided by you know people that's in power and inferior race you know they wanted where the black man was below them so basically like how can I put it hold one second let me see let me see here let me see Okay, so basically, it's called eugenics. Eugenics is to make the race inferior, you know, inferior, you know, with great hypocrisy. Um, And this is coming from a senator. Virginia ruling elite pushed policies that accumulated with the enactment of the Racial Integrity Act of 1924. This act directed state officials and zealots like Walter Plecker, to destroy state and local courthouse records and reclassify in a religion fashion all non-whites as colored, it targeted Native Americans with a Virginia with a vengeance, deny Native Americans in Virginia, basically their identity. So one couldn't be one couldn't be from blood descendants of Pocahontas because of what they did. They changed laws, and it's called the Indian Dolls Roll, where they pay $5, the sum of $5 to become Indians, to inherit their land. So basically, the Native Americans that you see, they're not us. I mean, because if a person is mulatto, that means he's mixed. So they were not allowed black people, that's who I'm talking about, they were not allowed to claim their Native American heritage. And I used to always hear my granddaddy talk about paper genocide. You know, like the white man can only beat you with a pencil and a piece of paper. Now, back to eugenics. Eugenics would allow more suitable races or strands of blood a better chance of prevailing speedily over the less suitable. And this is coming from Francis Galton, one of the early founders of eugenics. Him, Charles Darwin, Walter, Plect- Walter Plecter. These are bigotists who created this white superior theory. Now, I'm going to have a lot of people be like, "Ah, oh, Jim, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, it's no way that we were here before then. But then you look at the census forums, because if your people from Africa, it will state that. Your people will state that they were from Africa. And see, these places that came, that our ancestors came from, were Virginia, West Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. It doesn't say anything about Africans. It doesn't say that at all. And so when you talk about slaves, it's the same thing now with a prison system. You are a free man until you what? You commit a crime. So, I mean, this, this story that we was taught in history about slavery, it never existed. And you have people that's willing to keep up that lie so you don't know who you are. And see something else that I found with doing census records also they rerouted the counties to make it harder for you to look up your people on property and that they were indigenous to this land. You know people they let you know and and when the census takers came they only judged you by what you look like to them. So if you looked at you know, pass for white, they list you as Caucasian or white, a free white person. But if you were colored like a Native American, they would list you as Negro, black, mulatto, and that's where race classifications came in Now, I overheard an interview with Don Imans and Donald Trump where they was explaining that when you go to Connecticut, those Indians are just as dark as Michael Jordan. So to me, we go off of evidence that has never been proven. And we run with that. And they use religion and politics to divide us. Instead of us realizing That we do more harm to our culture. Why do you think they fear us from organizing together, joining together? They will infiltrate your movement and use your own people against you to prosper it. How could we be the minority when we were already here? They have Mexicans. Spanish people, on record, call it us Negroes. See, so when you talk about Negroes, you don't talk about them just in the United States. You're supposed to talk about them in all of the world because Christopher Columbus discovered South America. He did not discover America. And if you look at some of those surnames in Haiti, like Emmanuel Rodriguez, that's a surname for Emmanuel Rodriguez. So when we talk about that, we need to talk about it as a whole. Australia, they have black colored people in Australia. Explain that. They will have you thinking that you come from Africa and those folks don't like you. And that's just honest. We need to sit here and really be about black nationalism instead of trying to tear each other down. And of course, religion, provides that opportunity where you could tear each other down. These pastors, these ordained ministers, they go to school for that. To become ordained ministers. They run their church like a business. They have a secretary. They have a daycare. That is a business. That is not a place of worship. And people need to understand that. If that was our religion. Why was we denied so long to not read that religion? Because they were scared of the rebellions that would go on. And they don't talk about the rebellions in history. Because that's just like in Mexico. They have what you call Zumbos. Now, a Zumbo is a person of african American. Ancestry and ratios and smaller or greater than 50-50 Zambos. For example, today in parts of Spanish America, Zombos refer to all people with significant or visible amount of both African and American ancestry. You know what I'm saying? This is coming from a casting system from Spain. And who adopted these same colonial uh, takeover of the new world and all this? America. So what is a bargain? A bargain is to make a contract or a conclusive agreement for the transfer of property. Often with, for before the things purchased. To bargain for a house. To bargain with him for his form. So they they came over here with the intent of destroying the people that was already here. But they don't talk about the rebellions. So they will have you thinking in your mind that it's 400 years of slavery. where slavery never existed. It was what we're doing now. Going to a job, punching in, working. When you go to New Core Steel, that's a plantation. When you go to McDonald's, that's a plantation. Now, I want us to understand our people did not work for free, they worked for low wages. They were indentured servants. And what made them a free man is when they finished their indentured servant work. And they were free. Didn't say freed. Free. Person. Of color. So somehow. When they did the census form. In 1790. With race classifications. They never listed. The prisoners of war. From all those Indian wars. That they fought. They never did. But you can't account for 12.5 million slaves coming to the Americas. I need, I need viable proof that we came from Africa and not a study called eugenics. A lot of people don't know what eugenics is. Parent planhood is a part of eugenics. It's to make another race inferior where that race can oppress you. Now, when you go look at census forms, I'm going to tell you who come from other countries. They do. You got a lot of them that come from South Africa. So they will be African American. They don't check that. They check white. And for you to really think you have a black life, you you lost. It's no color to no black. I'm not the same color as a black t-shirt that I wear. I'm not. I'm classified as color. The copper color people that was already here were our people. And I know a lot of my people, a lot of my listeners have heard that they were Native American. Won't you do your research? Won't you look at the census form, compare the records. See if you see COL, colored, free, person of free, free person of color. See, do you see those and compare those records? I mean, I need you to do your actual research. You got to start with your mom and your daddy, They mama and daddy, their, their grandmama's mama and daddy. You know, you could trace this bloodline back. You doing an ancestry test, who are they testing? Answer me that one, who are they testing? So if two of y'all that got on there, they found out y'all blood match, that's fine. But when you got 60% African American and 40% other, what is that other, brother? You're native. It don't matter if you got 10% Native American in you. These people are capitalizing off of having 1% of Native American in them. And when that 1%, that 1% is only them saying that they are Native American. That's what 1% means. They get grants, loans, land, property, all that. Who you think taught them how to form? We did. We did. You could go actually look at how many lawsuits black people have that are 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 filing lawsuits against the five civilized tribes. And the only reason why those tribes are considered civilized is because they took the white man's religion and his beliefs. And the ones that didn't. They classified all them as heathens. And so the ones that took their belief, they still dig them. They don't have no better land allotments than we do. They put a casino on reservations and casinos are mostly ran by mobsters. We need to stop understanding we need to start understanding that our people were already here and you know instead of somebody saying are we from africa the birthplace do not you do your research you'll be amazed at what you find because if your people left from virginia those were some of the people actually in 1830 the person that introduced the indian act removal was the governor of Virginia in 1830. So Virginia passed the most hostile laws towards black. That just like now, you think of Black Wall Street, you think of Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was more than just one Black Wall Street. So anything, when you look at records, you see where they was talking about insurrections. You know, New York had this. You know, a lot of insurrections happened in America that they don't discuss. But at the time, the Indian Act removal, you know, a lot of people they left their land willingly, and then you had some was like, No, nah, you're not gonna force me out of my land, so I'm gonna stay here and I'm gonna fight. So the ones that fought ended up as prisoners of war. So you go look at America's history, you show me where you found where they ship shipped twelve point five million slaves in sixteen nineteen to eighteen fifty. If the first consensus form come out, the total count population for the United States were 3.9 million people. So by the time the Indian Act removal came, okay, you they wanted them to move west to Oklahoma. Now, Oklahoma didn't become a state until 1906. So before Oklahoma became a state, they was a territory. So when they became a state, they had 45 all-black towns. So what do that tell you? They don't have 45 all-Native American towns. They have 45 all-black towns. So the people that are mixed race, so-called African and, and Indian, were not allowed to claim their heritage or who they were so i need y'all to do y'all research and come with what i see i'm not trying to tell you i have all the answers i got all the knowledge i'm still researching myself but it's time for us to stop beefing over religion over politics those games are not us we don't fit in that society we are the majority They say we make up 14% of the United States. I would love to see that 14% united. And then you can really see what the number is. But you're not going to get that if we don't realize that it's about black nationalism and not about us bickering and arguing. You will kill your brother. But say yes, sir, to the white man. That's where they control the mindset. Because I, I was just thinking of it because I know a lot of stories that I heard in 19. My daddy was born in 47. So my daddy was a young man in the 50s and early 60s. And those children didn't go to school on a the regular. They stayed at home and helped form the land. You know, so it's it's like, you know what a squatter is? A squatter is a, pers- a white person that comes and live on your land. And they was already making laws where they was going to give this squatter the black person land. All you got to do is go look at the tax, tax records. They might charge you for it. it all of it ain't going to be free. But believe me when I tell you, your indigenous people that was already here on this land was tricked out of their property. And all I want us to do is wake up and be conscious enough to take this back. Be conscious with yourself. You know, think about it. Whether it's hoes, they tell you not to question none of this stuff these people tell you. You post to question everything. You, you question your teacher why they slaved us. What's she going to give you? She going to give you some response that's not to your liking. They were just mean people in those times. They erase all our heroes and make up figures to justify us being black. Now, Charles Darwin said the evolution of man came from monkeys. That's what they call pseudoscience. And scientists today don't believe in pseudoscientists because those are racial. Negatives who had their best interests at heart those children that my daddy was talking about they didn't go to school in the 60s they worked their land so when they integrated school we went to all black schools we didn't have the publication and the literature that they had it was through eugenics where they put your family through a public system school and they taught the history to your children that they wanted you to know. Not the rebellions, but what they did to us. And see, a lot of people would be like, well, they chained and whipped us and did that. That was part of their law system. How you get a handcuff and go to court, the judge ordered you a a year in jail, you do a year of jail. But in those times, they were ordering 30 lashes to the back. So you would see that, you'd be like, man, they did our people dirty. They did them wrong. No, they was prisoners of war. One of such thing is slavery. And that's crazy, man. When you talk to your older people, man, them people been picking cotton. Them them people been treating their land for years. Black farmers are the most targeted by hatred, white, bigotants. We are still fighting for our position On that land and when they was teaching them squatters when they came to america with the land act of 1910 so you gotta go look at that go look at the land act of 1910 that's when all they immigrants was coming over here to america fighting with us about jobs About jobs, you know what I'm saying. You think about that. When our people was convicted in that time, it was an all-white jury. Couldn't no black, Indian, mulatto, matizio Nobody could be on a jury trial for a white man. Go look at all these laws. These laws are there for you to see. The laws that was passed on Negroes and Indians. How are we not the same? They took both our culture. These people spoke a whole nother language, took their language, kidnapped their children, and the children are the ones. Your children are children. We as children, when we were children, they started with eugenics to train the mind. Because the only time you saw a slave ship is in social studies class and a movie. Have you thinking you from Africa and them people don't even like you? They can't explain that. When I watched the news the other day, I saw on Fox News they was talking about immigrants coming from Mexico. They wasn't showing Mexicans, they were showing Negroes. You go to some places in Mexico, they got Negroes, Zambos there. They called them the ones that you couldn't you couldn't train. You couldn't teach them. They was hard to deal with. You know, so history is told in reverse, and we have to write our own history. We can't keep allowing somebody that's not our skin color to teach us our history, because basically that's his story. Whatever he want to tell you, he going to tell it. So where you don't believe it, and it makes it hard for you to dispute it. I know everybody that's listening to me right now that had a question to your teacher. Why did they do us like that? That's called oppression. Eugenics. Ain't gonna be no jobs for us in the future, but it's always gonna be jobs for them. And that's what you have to understand. We could build our own community, just like they build their own town. You go look at some of them census forms. The population be ten, and it's considered their own city. We can do the same thing. We could build our own America. But you need to do your research. Stop listening to people that are false prophets. Stop listening to people that don't tell you nothing because you can go through life thinking that you are something that you are not. And that's how I feel about Christianity. Because if Christianity was my religion, why did they bring it over here? And not us that was already over here. That's how Christopher Columbus so-called came to America's, the Americas, South America or North America. But his, uh, his Christian followers followed, the pilgrims. Those were Christian settlers that believed Jesus sent them to America to take over that land. Now what that sound like to you? The biggest groups of terrorism is the KKK. There's no terrorist group out here stronger than the KKK because for one, you don't know them people because they sit on the sheets. Those could be your doctors, your lawyer, your judge, your dentist. The person serving you your McDonald's meal that's who them people can be under sheets, cause they hide who they are. I just want us to wake up as a people, and you know, just have that conversation about race in America. Where do we fit in with this? Where are we going? What are we educating our kids with? Cause to me, it looked like history just repeating itself. If I'm still in the same position as my granddaddy was in 1909 or if I'm at where his father was in 1888, 35 with daughters, kids, nothing to show for it. Your people iron an iron or an ironing board, a refrigerator. They couldn't get no assistance. A radio, bro, if they had a radio listed on a census form, that was called where they couldn't even get assistance because they felt like that was for what wealthy people needed. A lot of the stuff wasn't made to be in our hands. It was made for them to separate us from them. And that's what I want y'all to understand. You follow me? Man, we talk this out. We figure this out. If you got something you want to send me, what you believe in, you know, I take the time to listen to it. But you need to put that on proof, actual records. You don't have records, you don't have nothing. Nothing but another story to tell, a folk story to tell another person. But it's clear, it's right there in your face. All you got to do, type in your history, learn from your mama, learn from your daddy who your people is, even if you got to go to a great aunt to get to the research that you need, that's what you do. And when you see that consensus forms. And you see that your people lived Virginia and other places. Those were places that passed racial laws against them. Where they could even self-claim and identify themselves as who they were. Go look at old maps of the United States. It wasn't always 50 states. Some of it belonged to the British. Some of it belonged to the Spaniards. Some of it belonged to the colonists colonial, the white people. Native Americans was just caught in their crossfires. So you can't discover nothing if people was already over here. And Spanish people have a history of a casting system. So do your research brothers. Join me every week. I do this, I ain't got no Pacific date I I drop them, and when I drop them, I let everybody know. But I just want to thank you guys for listening to me, and I hope you guys have a great day. Appreciate it. Peace.